up, man? Hey there. He's going on. I'll put headphones in. I just forget. Sorry about yesterday. Oh, you're good, man. I did a stream. I was like, I guess that's it. I feel like I have something else I was supposed to do. (laughs) I bet you've been busy, man. And then with the time zones off, freaking wonky. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I just pre-recorded, edited, and then uh, probably posted tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, man. No, I. Let's see. Well, let's get started. I know you probably got some stuff going on. What is? What time is it over there right now? Ten a.m. Almost ten a.m. Yeah. Shit. All right. Uh. Well, let's get to it. Um. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the What Is Truth podcast. Today, I am joined by the most banned man on the interwebs. The one and only Mr. Ryan Dawson. What's up, Ryan? Good to be with you. Hey, man, I appreciate you accepting this. So short notice of a invite, but here we are. Um, I wanted to get you on. You know, I did hear you on a couple of episodes that people think you've disappeared. But where can people find you uh, before we get started? My website, ancreport.com. You know, I yeah, I'm banned on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and you know all the normal whatever. But I've got a Telegram, Odyssey, a bit shoot. Just I you know Normie's got to upgrade. I'm on Rockfin. I'm on Rumble. I was gone from Rumble for about nine months, but they brought me back. So I've got a dedicated hater that any anywhere I go, he writes him a letter screaming anti-Semitism, <laughs> which is a crock. Uh, I, and I that works, Rumble, man, you know, with, yeah, it's funny you mentioned rumble. I did hear that they've had some issues, you know, they've been throwing that, their name in the hat, you know, for Joe Rogan, you know, oh, we, we won't censorship, but yeah, they will. I've heard them and then I've heard, you know, Odyssey going back and forth with them and, uh, you know, talking shit right back to them. Uh, what's been your experience with rumble? Well, you know, they've got a lot more money than Odyssey. And they're talking yeah. about coupling up with Trump's new, whatever he's called it, Truth Social or something, which, you know, if they announce it's coming again, <laughs> it's going to be like Charlie Brown kicking the football. But they're um they're allowing most, it's like, okay, it's less censorship than YouTube, all right? And I can tell you how I see it going. So, like, on YouTube... You can't talk about Israel or Saudi Arabia or China. Or, and you can't talk about anything that could remotely be labeled as, you know, something the woke could ban. So you're only allowed to bash on straight white guys, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the rule on YouTube. Because um, they conflate a nation, a country, an ethnicity, a religion, whatever. Like, all that's, everything's race to them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is stupid. Like, if I want to criticize ISIS, I'm going to. If I'm going to criticize Zionists, I'm going to. Uh, And so forth. But anyway, Rumble, you can talk about COVID-19, which you cannot talk about on YouTube. You can talk about election fraud, which you're not allowed to talk about on YouTube. 
You can even talk about U.S. election fraud, which you can't talk about on YouTube. Um, so there's certain things where you have more room to breathe. But then if you were going to talk about the things I talk about, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You get banned on both. So yeah. I only I only put up their stuff that is sort of like the right wing uh, YouTube, right? So their little pet issues are okay, which is a lot broader. You know, there's a lot more freedom on the right than the left, but neither one really support free speech. Right. Yeah, that's why. And if you're listening to this on podcast form, the video version is on my Odyssey as well. And you're on Odyssey. Um, I am. You yeah. Are. You know, it's funny because on YouTube, like I was about to say, you can't talk about September 11th, but you can if it's the complete kook stuff. Right. Like airplane denial and stuff like that. That's allowable. But Is anything, it? yeah, you can do that. I mean, there's huh. there's videos like that in the millions, like with of views where, because it's just retarded, and you can actually talk about you could be like a virus denier, because that's <laughs> so dumb. It's like that old Nietzsche quote. The uh, I'll just paraphrase it. Basically, the 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 best way like self sabotage is to have a moron argue on your behalf, right? Like. And that's what you see with the 9-11 kook movement and the like the same thing with election fraud. Like, well, you can say the QAnon stuff because it's stupid. Uh, yeah. You can say Epstein's still alive and all that because that's stupid. But you can't talk about the real Epstein story, which goes far beyond, you know, a couple rich perverts raping girls. You can't exactly. talk about the real uh, roots in 9-11 and how it was erroneously attached to Iraq to start a war there, specifically with names, dates, lies, you know, because that'll be banned. Uh, the war on Yemen. You mentioned the war on Yemen, man. That'll get your ass banned. Yeah, if you, well, like, you can mention that there is a war in Yemen, and you, but you can't show pictures of starving kids. You can't, you can't show what the war looks like, and you can't say why there's a war, right? You could on Rumble, I think. I don't think you could, you definitely can't on YouTube. If you, uh, once you're on the radar of like saying anything negative about the Saudis, well, YouTube and Google get a lot of money from Saudi Arabia and China. So, yeah. eh, and you cannot criticize China <laughs> at yeah. all. Well, um, that's funny. The, you know, I don't know if you've been following the Joe Rogan shit. Some of his episodes that were pulled had nothing to do with the N word, but what some people noticed was when some of these episodes criticized uh, the war in Yemen, uh, for example. And right. Because he's talking, you have to mention that UAE and Saudi Arabia have been supporting terrorists, which is true. And the well, N word thing, I just want to say, I hate saying the N word. I would just say bigger or whatever, because there's a difference between mentioning a word and using a word, Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a difference between calling somebody a cunt and just saying you shouldn't say cunt or so-and-so said cunt to somebody. You know, you're just like quoting it. And well, come on, funny. Joe Rogan's not a fucking racist. Like everybody no, knows that. Man. And same thing with Whoopi Goldberg. She's not like pro-Nazi or anything. <laughs> like, you know, and they know that. Right? Everyone knows that. They just use that to smear him like, oh, my God, he's a white guy that said a word. Well, it's not a magic word. He wasn't calling somebody that word. 
He was talking yeah, it was about it. It's use in comedy and all that. Yeah, they clipped it all out of context. And, and like, man, in one part he was singing a song, dude. He was he was singing a, mm -hmm. a hip hop song, and that was used against. It, it's a well, oh, it's retarded. It's so stupid. Get rid of him. Well, yeah, they're mad at him because he had on these uh, doctors talking about COVID nineteen or COVID nineteen eighty four, and you know the Branch Covidiots were like, "How can we get him canceled?" Well, back in 1982, he said the N-word or whatever. And, and so what? And, you know, people his age, he's older than me. Would You would say that word um, like you'd say the F-word, which you can't say either. And I don't mean fuck. I mean the other one, like queer. Uh, Louis C.K. did a bit on that. Like, you know, what? You know, you're just being an F. You, know? uh, yeah. you could say people, white people would say it to each other. What's up, N-word? You know, what's up, my N-word? Uh, N-word, please. And so it's just... It didn't mean anything now behind it man it is it's obviously the intention and yeah. plus like there's a lot of words blacks can't say too you know i don't know why they're like oh why can't i say that like you can nothing happens <laughs> well you can't in social media but but uh there's lots of things blacks aren't allowed to say and you don't hear them complaining for example thanks for the warning officer <laughs> or hey dad's home no, dark joke. <laughs> See that kind of comedy, though. Uh, oh God, it's not allowed, right? Because, but let, let me tell you why it's not allowed. I'm gonna tell you why it's not allowed. Because the left thinks it's real. It's a little too truthy, right? Nobody cares if I said the American Samoans run the banks. Nobody cares if I said the Eskimo run the media. It's it's just that doesn't even make sense. But replace that with a different group, and I don't have to say. Right. And they'll lose their minds. And the reason they lose their minds is because they think it's true. They think it's socially unacceptable, but it's something they believe. Right. And that's who gets all out of whack. Like make a joke about the sexes or whatever, you know, like uh, my buddy said I should get in touch with my feminine side. So I drove the car into the garage or something like that. Right. That I said that because the first female F. 35 pilot just crashed on a carrier and destroyed a hundred million dollar machine and she lived though CNN reported it as a he the pilot they said he ejected like no he didn't she did but they made this big hubala of her being the first female pilot and then she crashed and if you hadn't made a big hula about her like it didn't matter if she's female or not there aren't but like 20 of them anyway or something you know, for f-35s Whatever. It's like the Adele shit too, man. Did you hear about that? Where Adele was said something to along the lines that she was proud to be a woman, and she was getting backlash. It's an accident of birth, shit, man. Like you're proud what of what? You, you just happen to be like you didn't do anything to be a woman. You just are, right? But anyway, yeah, but like you can't even say that though. That that's the stereotype about females being bad drivers, right? Like it's it is it's just a stereotype, but. If you were uh, the kind of person that believed that stuff, you get super offended by the jokes. And it's always like the feminists who don't think men and women are equal, who, who like think they ought to be, but they have serious doubts about it, that lose their shit when there's any jokes about it. Because they, they actually do feel inferior. It's the person with the inferiority complex that doesn't think blacks and whites are equal, that doesn't think men and women are equal, that doesn't think da-da-da-da, that is so hypersensitive to any kind of comedy about it because it hits too close to home for them, right? 
Well, like I live like there's a stereotype about Asians can't drive too, right? Well, I live in Japan. I I don't see car wrecks every day. That's all Asians, right? It's not that maybe short people can't drive or something, big cars or something. I don't know how that stereotype got started, but you know, it's just it's just stereotypes in every ethnic group, whatever about whether you're Irish or the Italians, where they have to deal with the mafia stuff and the Irish with the drinking and it's you gotta you know you you just gotta laugh it off. <laughs> yeah, they exist for a reason, but and, and it, that's what a joke is. A joke. Sometimes it's gonna hit, sometimes it's gonna miss, but at the end of the day, it's a fucking joke. It's not a dick. Don't take it so hard. <laughs> yeah, you know, people don't seem to understand that shit. You can't but, miss with a Megan McCain joke. <laughs> it's too big, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, man. So I wanted to get you on. I, I, I've been a huge fan of your work, man. I, I've over the years I've been following you and trying to find you. That's why I wanted to open up with where people could find you um, because you seem to be getting removed all over the place. But recently heard you on a Sam Tripoli uh, show. Apparently you guys recorded it back in Christmas. It's, it's, yeah, he got a letter from my dedicated hater, Gabe Hoffman. He writes everybody a letter screaming anti-Semite because I criticize Israel right yeah uh that's the motivation there and he did the same thing they did to rogan he went back to like 2008 and something and clipped a video and they clipped this video it's the same video i've done over like 5,000 videos it's the same two videos one i was talking about um religion and how it's i think it's kind of like intrinsically nothing religion is however you practice it I mean, it, it can say whatever in the books, but, you know, the practitioner can just ignore this part and that or focus on this and that. So religion is as religion does. And I was saying there's a danger there um, with Judaism and Hinduism because it, it has intrinsic racism if you're just to follow it literally with bloodlines and a caste system and the other one, whereas Islam and Christianity are uh, inclusive rather than exclusive because they're based on belief rather than on blood so christians as long as you believe christ is your savior and died for your sins blah 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 certain tenets then you're a christian now as for what type of christian you add on things whether you're a catholic or different protestant sects eastern orthodox whatever islam as long as you think there's only one god muhammad's prophet and da, 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 then you're a muslim and then you can add on to that what type of muslim whatever but that's the core for judaism uh, for a large portion, and I know there's different interpretations, just like any religion, with between Sephardic and Mizrahi and Ashkenazi and da 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 da. There, there's a Zionist where they think the Jacob and Esau story and the twelve tribes of Israel are a bloodline and that they live there and God's a real estate agent and they have the right to remove the people who've been living there continuously for three thousand years and say we were here back in the day, so this is our land now. Fuck off. And that is not just a silly belief. That's happening in front of us as they colonize the West Bank, right? Well, and then and, they call it fulfilling the scripture, man. Yeah, and they're like, Christian this is God gave that, it to me. And we're like, what do you mean you? And they mean a bloodline. And so they're doing the same thing that Whoopi talked about. Like, okay, the Nazis called you a race. You're not. Like, physically, you're not. Like, you're blue-eyed Europeans in Poland or whatever. And there's Ethiopian Jews. There's, and there's every race no matter how you define race, every culture defines races. They define them differently. 
that's why people say it's a social construct. I'm like, well, there are social constructs where people just decide this is one, this isn't, or whatever, and they disagree. But they all agree that there are there isn't just one, right? But anyway, no matter how you cut it up, they think of themselves as a race chosen by God and granted land. And I say, no, God's not a real estate agent. And non-Zionist Jews would agree with me and say, no, chosen race of God doesn't mean DNA race. It means chosen to spread the word of the Torah, not chosen to murder everybody and take all the dirt for yourself. <laughs> but that is one interpretation they do. So they're doing the same ideology as the Nazis. The only two groups that think of Jews as a race are Nazis and Zionists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Corey Hughes and I did a did a whole little segment on that whole thing, and yeah, I, I mean, it, probably as, the original as, Hebrew were probably uh, North African, probably pretty dark skin. Well, that could be, you know, when you see the present day images of Jesus, he, you know, he's a blue eyed, blonde haired dude that just so happens to live in the Middle East. When you know, if you're well, to his, believe the the his father was a Roman that, soldier, so. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've always seen him with well, brown eyes and brown hair, but that doesn't make sense Mormon either. So I haven't. Jesus I don't know. Red beard, redhead, uh, red beard. Uh, looks like the brown dude. You know, so the the modern blood. like long haired Jesus, which would have been against the Book of Corinthians, they thought that would be a shame that women should have long hair as a natural covering. He would have had short hair. But anyway, the long-haired Jesus with the beard and stuff that people are familiar with is actually the copy of a Hessian king uh, that was on their coins, and they used that as a tactic of converting the pagans. And so that just became... Because even though the religion starts in the Middle East, the majority of the tenants today don't live in the Middle East. They live in Europe and Latin America and the United States. So that's another religion that started... You know, in uh, in Bethlehem's allegedly, uh, or you could say Rome, if you want to say, well, Constantine just yeah. converted everybody. But you know what I'm saying? Like the the theology started in the Middle East, the business side of it maybe started in Rome, but it became a European thing because mostly the Middle East is now Islam. Um, of course, Christians live there, but not in any large numbers. But so the figure of the sort of European Jesus became Jesus. And as far as images go, but if you really ask those Christians about that, they go, "No, it's just a painting." He nobody knows what he looked like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Have you? There's a documentary you can find it on YouTube. It's a uh, Caesar's Messiah, and they're pretty much saying that the whole New Testament was a Roman invention. Uh, and they, you know, if you break down the New Testament, you know, like pay on to Caesar what's to caesar and and you know give on to god what's to god basically well, the Roman book of propaganda. romans the divine uh, right of kings that place the authorities here were appointed by god that's definitely in their favor you know <laughs> yeah well there's a there's a lot a lot of passages that are there and the theory is it was to placate the the jews that were rebelling you know the the real jews that didn't want roman op occupation in the middle east and so it, it's a definitely interesting uh, documentary, but uh, no, nah, I mean it's funny. It is authoritarian stuff, but it always was, and it's older than that. So it can't. They didn't make it up, but they definitely added to it and edited what got to stay in the canon and what didn't. But 
Uh, the other video I didn't address is this one called Them Every Time, where they take 32 seconds out of the middle and they cut off about five minutes from the beginning and the end where I'm talking about Zionists and Jewish supremacists. And they just take out the middle. Because it's the mouthful every time to say that. And it's no different than if I'm saying, oh, if I'm bashing on U.S. foreign policy or whatever, and then I say America did this, America did that. Well, you know I'm talking about the American government. Right. I don't have to say that every fucking time. Yeah. Right. And if, if I'm talking about some, you know, the Kurds in Syria or something, I'm like, oh, not all of them. Like, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, say <laughs> y'all say that all the time. Like the Russians. Really? I mean, you know what I mean? The Russian government and Ukraine and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And yeah. so in the middle of the thing, I said the J word. And, you know, I'm talking about Jewish supremacists because I talked about that and specifically said that for five minutes. And then at the end, I reiterated it. That I'm talking about Jewish supremacy and Zionism, not Jews as a race, ethnic group, or a religion. But they just clipped it. And that's the only time I've ever done that in 5,000 videos. Because I'm pretty careful not to go shorthand because I know someone's going to clip it. Clips it out of context. And I'm like, I know that you fucking know that that's not what I'm saying. Because you erase the beginning and end parts of the video that clarify what I'm saying. And this isn't like a separate video. This is all within the same video. And you cut out the center and said, look at him. He's blaming Jews for everything. Fuck off. <laughs> you know that's, I mean? that's how they work, though. I had a channel on YouTube, too, and fucking lost that shit. It, it grew pretty quick in just a few months. You know, I was on my pace. I'm paced to 10,000 subs in one year, so I was doing all right. And uh, it, I had a similar hit tactic on me. You know, I was discussing the U.S.-Mexican war. Mm -hmm. on one of my early podcasts and I was talking about James Polk the president at the time mm -hmm. and there's a quote of him saying that he was justifying uh, you know taking the land because in his mind and I'll say it again I don't give a fuck if someone clips it out right now but in his mind the Mexicans were worse than the niggers that's exactly what he had said and some fucking clowns ended up clipping that part I'm Mexican and, well, I mean, you're not saying that. that Polk was saying yeah, that. Yeah, but they clipped, they clipped only that part. Well, I mean, that's why I said I'd read the things no that concept. Lincoln said, but it would get you banned. Yeah. Because even though yeah, it's Abraham yeah. Lincoln's one that said it, not me. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's a good way to Abraham Lincoln. So the reason I wanted to have you on, I heard you on uh, Tripoli's uh, show. And, you know, at that time, if you're talking about the 1840s, people would say Negro and the other word. Um without even and they didn't even have to be racist it was just like yeah how rough people just speak like Uncle that Barry you know? Finn, man. well yeah the whole <laughs> they removed that do you know they went through yeah. and they removed yeah. the, the the word in huck finn and i'm like you're fucking stupid did you read the book like the whole point is there's a, a black guy named jim that they they start off he starts off as a kid following his aunt's superstition and stuff and calling jim that word and then by the middle and end of the book, he's just calling him Jim. As he goes on his river yep. adventures and grows up and matures, he decides, nah, you're not a piece of property, you're a person, and he calls him a proper noun. That's the point. He's supposed to be bad and then evolve as a character and get better. So if you remove that word from the beginning of the book, it changes the fucking story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And it's part of the revisionist uh, history that we're giving... I, I heard you mention... Uh, and again, I don't have a problem saying the word either. I just don't want to get your channel banned. 
Like that's uh, the only reason. I would just, just say it because there's not nobody, no black person would get mad about us talking, quoting Huck Finn and saying the word. I'll tell you who loses their shit: white liberals, right? That's yeah. who. And it's because the reason I said before, they are on that, you know, worried about equality and stuff, and it's, they're not really like sure about it in their head. So they got to lash out like at any joke, anything that would hint at inequality. They're like, because that's what they think. <laughs> I don't think like that. You know, it's they, funny how I actually argue with people changed, who think man. like that. Well, it's funny how things have changed, man. I, I grew up, you know, I'm damn near 40 right now. And growing up as a kid in the 90s, you know, I gravitated towards the lib side, you know, because <laughs> of what they stood for, you know, anti-war, free, actual freedom of speech. It was right-wingers. That were trying to censor hip hop and shit like that, you know the the fringe Christian right wingers, and then well, it was Hillary Clinton now, too? It was Hillary McCain this thing? But I don't remember the left being anti-war ever. Oh, well, they all supported when, the first Gulf War. Yeah, but remember they, uh, those Democrats brought went, us World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, Vietnam. Like all our major wars are from liberals. The only war they opposed was George Bush's second war in Iraq, and that was an anti-Bush thing more than a anti-war yeah. thing. Cause they supported Obama when he did it, and then he added Libya to it and Ukraine and Mali. And well, even the whole political thing, man. When you look at the, I fuck both parties in my opinion, man. Sure, they 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 practically you can say switched ideologies for the two major platforms in the country to switch ideologies the very few people on both sides <laughs> yeah. even remember when the, the left was for labor Democrat. rights and hated corporations yeah. look at them now they're attacking yeah. truckers and sucking the dick of big pharma i mean exactly, it's man. pathetic <laughs> yeah, worker yeah, rights my you... ass but that's the thing and gillad osmond pointed this out the left abandoned labor a long time ago in favor of identity politics all this racial sexual sexual orientation crap and ted kaczynski said that the systems need his trick like you take all their angst and rage they have from their loss of autonomy and and funnel it toward a problem of yesteryear right so just keep kicking the dead horse racism sexism whatever problems that have already been resolved as much as they can ever be resolved right like th this country is militantly anti-racist 99.999% agree racism is wrong, right? The other side is so few, you know their names, Spencer and da da da. There, there's nobody on that disagrees. So it's a very comfortable, safe thing to run around and yelling the Nazi like they're doing to Canadian truckers because the Nazis are what Nazis? The Nazis lost. They're not here. That was 70 years ago. Uh, the Confederate so the flag in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I understand a Confederate flag in the sense of, well, this is the rebel flag and it's about secession and they're talking about seceding from the government. I get that. But it's it, like... See, uh, I live in, in Southwest Florida and you see that it's it's pretty much everywhere down here. Uh, uh, I mean, I got one right here. I got Canadian Leafs on it. Canadian Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's yeah. the battle flag. No one waves around the CSA flag. They wave around the battle flag uh, because that is the largest resistance our fucktard crony capitalist federal government ever faced was Robert E. Lee. And he beat him. And he ran out of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let, let's get into Abraham Lincoln. You know, my 
even when I was uh, quote unquote still a, a libtard and uh, bought all the propaganda that I was being fed through the MSNB, NBC bullshit, and all that stuff. I even then I remember hearing MSNPC. Yeah, I, I was pretty much one of these fucks. Man. <laughs> CNN is just getting fucked right now. Like, oh yeah, they messed yeah, with dude, Cuomo. I'm like, hey man, those Italian Yankees are formidable opponents. They're like, you don't mess with those guys. And he's like, dude, oh they, okay, they, I'll come out with your sexual improprieties. Bam, yeah, Zucker man, fired. All, <laughs> kid fuckers on CNN, bro. Oh yeah, kitty fiddling producers, plural. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a big fucking. <laughs> they're, in a, they're in a big old shit show, and they, you know, for them to be talking shit about Joe Rogan for the longest of time, now they find themselves on the other. Man, end. calling Joe Rogan a racist or even implying it, and his apology was stupid too. It's like Joe, you're quoting Richard Pryor or whatever. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, there's something wrong with allowing them to police that. It's like, God damn it. This is just part of, we can't have a fucking conversation because you limit all the words we can say. Right? Yeah. Like, I can't say, I was trying to talk about religion. I was like, well, I don't want to say the three-letter word that starts with J in any context because, you know, someone, someone will call you a Holocaust denier or something. Like, they did, like the thing with Whoopi uh, Goldberg, and she just said, wasn't that uh, like an inhumane thing? They should have agreed partly and said, yes, that was, you know, people doing evil stuff to other people. And we could say today, well, they're just killing other white people, like genetically or whatever. But each group thought of themselves as a race. Both the Jews and Nazis thought of themselves as separate races. That's in their own mind, but it's very real. You know, if you make that division, you make that division. It's like, what's the difference between... Genetically, a Protestant and Catholic in Ireland, nothing. But if they make it a thing, it's a thing, you know. It's like... Yeah, that's ex see. One thing I noticed, you know, being Mexican American myself, and I, I talk to my black friends out here, and like none of us understand where all this outrage is, and all this outrage is coming from the white liberals are you in mexico I, now or are you in the u.s no you i'm said in out, florida. I'm in out florida. here oh yeah florida that's right you said yeah. that earlier yeah yeah I'm in, you're I'm in, in north florida north Blades. cuba I north cuba i just wanted to get I'm, that I'm, joke I'm, in there <laughs> i'm in the <laughs> i'm in uh i'm in 9-11 holy ground mm. sarasota sarasota many 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 ties to 9-11 that mm -hmm. very not many people know about fort lauderdale too yeah yeah but uh, yeah, it's it's funny how it it it's just like the uppity white liberals making it a big deal. It's the same thing, you know, being a, a well, it's a way of them American placing descent. themselves above you, right? Well, it's like the Latinx shit. You know, oh my god, being, being Latino, <laughs> what the fuck no, is a Latinx? No, no Latino ever uses Latinx. No, it's what white liberals are pushing on. They want us to embrace this term. Who the fuck uses that shit? No one does. The only reason that Indians adopted Native American is because it started to get confusing with people from India. But, like, that was totally a, a white thing, a white university thing. Like, na na indigenous Native Americans, American Indians, and they just say Indians. I mean, we've always said Indians. Uh, but that was before. There weren't a lot of people from India in the U.S. Now there are. So it's conf they're like dot or feather, uh, you know. <laughs> Gone to your sitting bowl. 
you know, and it's like, okay, I'll accept, I'll say Native American now, just leave, so it's not confusing, but the only people who cared about that kind of language policing were white liberals. Nobody else gave a shit. There are even some of like, you can't say black, you have to say African American. I'm thinking, but they might not be from Africa. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them have been here like eight generations. I mean, they're not African. Yeah. That that would piss uh, off people who are actually from Africa. But like, these people aren't African. <laughs> yeah. I think it's all part of that George Orwell shit, man. The new speak. They just want to tell you what you have to say. It's part of being a bossy cunt, you know? And like, I'm holier than thou because I have the proper fucking words. <laughs> Look at me. I, I use very good rhetoric. God damn it. I mean, you keep going down that road. I'm like, okay, I want you to give out the long fucking hyphenation for all mixed race people in the U.S. It'd be forever. <laughs> I want to be Croatoan, Tuscarora, Irish, Dutch, da 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 uh, did you catch when Richard Dawkins lost his humanitarian award for basically saying that um, he didn't understand the whole tra trans shit? He goes, in his view, it's no different than being transracial, uh, like Ro Rachel Dolezal. And he lost hey. his tra his humanist award over that shit. And, you know, a lot of the people, a lot of these fucking... Those awards don't mean anything then. Yeah, but they cry that oh, it's it's science based. It's science based. Okay, here you have a quote unquote prominent, world renowned science scientist calling bullshit on the whole thing, and you strip him of his award. It's all emotional. Well, it's not. It's, it's not, not science. science authoritarianism. You're allowed to question science. You're not allowed to question wokeism. If I had a dollar for every gender, I'd have two dollars and a bunch of counterfeit money. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, yeah man there's, there's a lot of fucking but like sex man. isn't gender i'm like okay then if you're saying it's not sex then you can't go in the same bathroom right like you just admitted it right there's two sexes there's only two sexes then what's the gender just being masculine or feminine whatever then you know like but why do you have men playing women's sports Oh, they changed yeah. their gender. What you just said, gender and sex aren't the same. They didn't change their sex. Like, it's like they're presenting different arguments that don't even have continuity with one another. Yeah. Well, you ask them, okay, you're saying that you can't define a woman. Okay. How do you define a woman? Ask them that. And they never have an answer. Well, no, they, it's self-defined. It's only it's based on yeah. identity. Fuck Any, fuck I could be a woman right now and then change and be a dragon or a puppy or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's fucking crazy times. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, man. <laughs> um, Let's talk so about Satan. Here we go. No. <laughs> Satan. That's well, why he had a top I, hat. Hide his horns. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think people are going to get uh, their minds blown because I, I know when I heard you, I was like, holy shit, man. Uh, well, it, I, that's surprising to me because I'm thinking, well, you know how much they lied about Gaddafi. You know how much they lied about the Iraq war that pick something, you know, and you think yeah. the civil war is just honest, Abe. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. Once you start realizing that we've been lied to about practically everything, you, you, you can start to digest it a little bit easier. I know, I know Corey Hughes first blew our minds over the whole Holocaust thingy, you know, in the way, he, I don't know if you heard him uh, talk about it, 
but uh <laughs> he broke it down and a lot a lot of people's minds on you know that follow my show were <laughs> completely blown including mine that's the reason i i brought him on i'm like holy shit but once you start opening that can of worms you you start to realize you really everything that you have ever been brought up into believing or taught you have to give it a second look and question it man because a lot of it hey, is bullshit ask Corey who red pilled him was that you <laughs> just ask him all right uh, dude i i stay in contact with him I'm on, on his telegram so <laughs> just ask like like who red pilled you on 9/11 JFK World War 2 whatever just ask him uh, okay. I found a Lincoln quote here. Like, can, can I read yeah, Lincoln? Ahead, is, be re- this is Abraham Lincoln, not me. I feel like I should do some sort of you know what and squeaky squeaky eight boys on, on accent. <laughs> well, I'll edit it and put it on on Odyssey, and then I'll just put the actual scripture. So, or I'll do a Doctor Fauci uh, way, so it's not my voice. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. This, do, is, do, this is this is Doctor Fauci read, read Abe reading Abe Lincoln uh, <laughs> in in Fauci's voice. <laughs> Our Republican system was meant for a homogenous people. As long as blacks continue to live with whites, they constitute a threat to national life. Family life may also collapse, and an increase of mixed breed bastards may someday challenge the supremacy of the white man. It's half Fauci, half a different character, but whatever. I mean, that's <laughs> fucked. Mixed race bastards and stuff like that. Jesus, dude. Dude, that Abe was Lincoln. spot on, man. <laughs> you, frankly, you know what you're talking about, Mr. Paul? Dr. Paul? That is the worst. Yank. I hate that accent that Brooklyn, whatever it is, is the most annoying northern accent of all of them. Yeah, man. I, don't, I like. I kind of like. Dude, the, out here um, in Florida, the Midwest. You hear that quite a bit, man. Sounds like Canadians, you know. That's one's cool. I don't even mind like the Kennedy type of Boston accent. I can put up with everything except that one. That the ones that put an R in Washington, the Washington, and they can't say ah, oh, like my name Dawson. It's like Dawson. Dawson. I get a cup of coffee. It's coffee. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Chicken, it wasn't good. The, the, the Chicagoans, man. Chicago. Oh. Chicago. Yeah. That, yeah. I can get used to that. I cannot get used to that Fauci one, though. That is the worst. Yeah, man. That is just you know, ear rape. You, you know, you gotta, you gotta watch your shit. But Lincoln is talking about the supremacy of the white race and the segregation of races. He wanted to send blacks to Panama and did, actually, send them to Haiti. Like, he well, didn't want slavery Africa, because right? he didn't want whites and blacks to live together, period. Yeah, man. So he, he even wanted to ship them out to Africa, but because of the it's too far. financials to the log- logistics, yeah, they, they didn't go through it with it. But did he They had been doing that. They, they did. The U.S. government did send uh, freed slaves to Liberia. Liberia, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my first inkling into that, the whole... Honest Abe portrayal that I had received. I can't believe up. they call him that. Yeah, it just, I started to question it when I found out about the Dakota 38, uh, which doesn't get talked about a lot. Mm-mm. And essentially in Minnesota, you know, the, the Dakotas were put in some shit lands, just like every other tribe was. They, they got, the settlers got the primest of real estate and the remaining scraps were, uh, 
you know it's like remember when um dennis banks and those guys went to alcatraz after it was closed down and claimed it's theirs by right of discovery and they listed all these reasons why alcatraz is a perfect indian reservation because nothing grows there there's no fresh water it's like it was because it's a former prison (laughs) well god damn yeah well that's that's kind of so with the dakota 38 the the there was a little war that happened in 1862 with the settlers there. Um, and part of the reason for it was the Dakotas were being starved. They were promised rations. They were promised all these uh, foods, stuffs. And in typical U.S. government fashion, the treaties were broken and or not delivered, not fulfilled. And so some of them got desperate and raided, you know, the settlers. Five settlers... Uh, were killed in that that was you know after they were told a man who was trying to feed his baby to go eat grass yeah yeah well that's exactly when you said the alcatraz thing that's what it reminded me of they they wanted to so the native americans wanted to feed their families because the government hadn't put up their end of the bargain and they killed that trading post guy and stuffed grass in his mouth yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it's kind of like hey you told me to eat grass to my baby, you, eat grass. you eat grass, <laughs> corpse. Yeah, and, and so that started a little, you know, the battle didn't last too long. And, you know, and just to summarize it real quick, anyone could look it up. It's called the Dakota 38. And originally over 300 Native Americans were supposed to be hung in what was to be, the, you know, the, the biggest mass execution by the government. Uh you know, Abraham apologists will come out and say, well, he carefully reviewed the cases and whittled it down to 38. Oh, that makes it so much better. So instead of 300, he whittled it down to 38. 38 is a lot of fucking people and all were hung uh, at the same exact time and just left there. He didn't want to have two fronts during the middle of the Civil War. Well, and when did he sign? When did he sign? uh, When was this put in front of his desk? Pretty much the same time he's held as a hero for the emancipation uh, or proclamation, you know, same same time frame. So he gets he gets regaled as a hero for that shit. But well, that was to try to cause uh, slave revolts in the South. They didn't emancipate any of the slaves held in northern territories. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the they had thing part of Tennessee was... and Kentucky and Delaware and Maryland and New Jersey and Washington D.C. itself and all had slaves West Virginia too. They didn't they ended slavery in DC during the war, but they paid the owners compensation and they offered the blacks $100 if they'd leave the country. They didn't want to take care of them. And a lot of blacks ended up in either contraband camps or prison in the north anyway. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck about racial equality. Nobody did. No. Mm-mm. Well, you the, the way you put it when I heard you um, you put it in, in great because I've heard that argument but I think the way you put it uh, in the there's nothing to argue it, that's it what happened so much sense that's what happened you know I'm not yeah I'm not making an argument I'm just telling people facts they weren't aware of no exactly but you mentioned that what was it presentism oh yeah what? well that is a, a well-known thing in history I and mean, if you get a degree in history you're warned not to do that because I don't know if it's something psychological, or whatever, but a people engage in presentism, even 
yeah. academics, you know, they they paint the history with whatever is happening today. They bestow that in the past, like, oh, that's what they all cared about back then. And so you'll see a nice little like neutral example is if you look at something like pirates, right? Like Blackbeard and whoever, you know, during the civil rights era, if you look at, you can even look at old movies of pirates where it's funny too, because when we're having conflict with Spain, all the pirates look Spanish with the mustaches and the rest of it. Right. When we're having conflict with another group. They all look like that and so on. But Pirates have gone from marauding murderers to like kind of cool pirates in the Caribbean to like, oh, they were, uh, you know, fighting for proletariats and women's rights and all this nonsense. They definitely were not. They're <laughs> whopping two female pirates or something, but Somalian pirates. Yeah. And it, it's whatever. But it's like the reality is most pirates starved and were not successful. And there are a few who were that are famous or whatever, but most pirates were just desperate thieves and died, you know, from scurvy and all kinds of things and starved to death. It was not a good profession to be in. But the way it's colored depends on what time period is writing about it. It's whatever they're concerned about. So during the 1960s, the 1860s becomes all about race because that's what was going on in the 1960s. So they colored the Civil War to be this giant racial conflict that it wasn't like no i've read letter after letter after letter from confederate soldiers and i haven't found a single one that's like i can't wait to get my slaves whatever <laughs> like never it's these goddamn yankees came down here burning and looting and you know they attacked us they're defending their homestead and there were you know conflicts about the overreach of government and their way of life the over, you know, the South's paying eighty-five percent of all the taxes in the whole country, and they're only twenty-five percent of the population. And in the entirety, almost the entirety of the taxes are being spent on New York and Boston and Philadelphia. So I mean, that isn't fair. You're taking all this money and you spend it on yourselves, and it's going to stay that way because you have more people, and you're just going to keep voting yourself money. Well, the government was never supposed to be in the business of redistributing wealth. That's crony capitalism. And the top hat wearing long winged monkey named Lincoln decided, yeah, I'm just going to subsidize railroads, subsidize steel foundries. And they kept that after the war for reconstruction where they were so favored by freight rates and taxes that it was cheaper to get steel from Pennsylvania delivered to Alabama than it would be to get steel from Alabama sent to the other side of Alabama. That's how bad it was because they're like, oh, well, you got to pay a 40% freight tax. And what is it? What do they have to pay in PA? Nothing. And who's writing the rules? They are. Pennsylvania was the largest state at the time. So they just favor themselves. And, you know, they're competing for to build a railroad out west. Well, one side's got slave labor and the other side has slave labor. They just use Chinese, you know. Uh, but the North also had government subsidies. Well, they w we're just going to use tax revenue to pay for it. Well, then it really doesn't matter if you have to pay people or not because it's not your money. You took that money from someone else. But it's still slavery. And then they used uh, script pay, which is slavery too. Blacks and Irish on, on the East and Chinese in the West. 
And they, those Chinese people didn't come over to America and say, yeah, I'm looking for work. I'm going to go to America and work on the railroad. Uh-uh. They were captured and brought over on boats and forced to work on the railroad. That's why it's all men. Yeah. They wouldn't even allow naturalized the Asian voting rights in 1943. <laughs> okay. Like, man. Anyway. The, the color, they're just like, it feels so good to be like, fucking racist, We've, we fought free slaves. That would be a wonderful story, but that ain't what happened. Yeah, it's been sugar-coated, man, for sure. It's just straight-up bullshit. I mean, that's totally not what happened. You got six slave-owning states fighting against the Confederate states. Virginia ended slavery during the war, didn't, and that was the largest state in the South. Didn't matter. Fighting kept going. It wasn't. They were never fighting about that, and they didn't end slavery after the war was over. They had to wait till that, the Thirteenth Amendment, which didn't pass its first attempt. That didn't yeah. pass till after Lincoln was dead for, you know, almost a year. That right there is one of the the facts that you pointed out that made me. Like, I mean, oh, Jesus shit, Christ! Okay. You fight a war to end slavery, you end, put a constitutional amendment to end slavery, and northern states say no. Yeah. Then you still had the Fugitive <laughs> Slave Act and all that bullshit. Of course, you know. Uh, but and, and the and some of the, the slave states, the the non-slave states or whatever, did it not because they had some moral repugnance against slavery. They just didn't want blacks to live with them. Yeah. They didn't even want them. I mean, Lincoln's home state is saying in their state constitution, you cannot move here. The blacks that were there were going to be like grandfathered out and imprisoned out. And they were not going to allow any more to move there. Like you can't, you, when just you can't mean even his come. home state, or birth or birth state, Kentucky. No, I mean, um, <laughs> actually, he may have been he a was bastard. Born in Kentucky, man. He was born in Kentucky. He was a bastard child. I believe a woman from North Carolina, but I, I, I reject that. <laughs> no, no, it was all Kentucky. <laughs> well, when I came, I drove down through. You know, I took seventy five down to Florida, uh, moving out west. And uh, I saw I'm, the sign on the road, you know, Ab go, come and visit Abraham Lincoln's uh, birthplace. I was like, what the fuck in Kentucky? I thought he was from, you know, Illinois. Or I didn't know they dug a hole that deep. <laughs> so, <laughs> we went, dude, it was in the middle of fucking nowhere, some little old ass cabin. And uh, the funniest thing for me that surprised me, they had, you know, just like any you other. You ever seen his mom? She's a little. Well, Lincoln's no. mother is up there with gold in my ear, and I don't know. One of the ugliest. It looked like Abe Lincoln without a beard. That's one ugly thing. <laughs> I can't believe two guys uh, impregnated her. Yeah, man. <sighs> Gross. <laughs> a Facebook emoji. Yeah, we went to that little town. Her ugliness was challenged only by Mrs. Lincoln. Mrs. Lincoln. <laughs> but Mrs. Lincoln, the one good thing she ever did in her life was complain to Abe about never taking her to the theater. Yeah. So he did. <laughs> Damn, man. Sorry. But, no, you're good, bro. I'm not a comedian. I just, uh, I fucking hate that guy. Like, I, I hate him extra because of how ass backwards the real Lincoln is from the betrayal of Lincoln. And I, I try to explain this to foreigners. The only, like, maybe Churchill's kind of like that. Like, he lost the British Empire. 
he did. They were like, well, he fought the Nazis. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Kind of like, they're not because of racial equality or anything. I mean, that's not why they were fighting the Germans. That, And I think people know that. I mean, you're talking about the British and French Empire that just machine gun people in market squares and stuff, right? Like, West Africa speaks French today because of all the colonization. And it, you could hardly wave a finger about racial equality. I mean, America was still segregated for 20 years after World War II, racial segregation, yeah. right? Like, they're not fighting the Nazis because of their racism. Right. Nobody gave a shit that they were racist. Most of them, we all, they all agreed on that. It was um, colored like that afterward when race becomes a big deal. Then suddenly the Aryan bloodline, blah, 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 became the primary reason of how Hitler got Germany to invade all their neighbors. No, they were mad about the Treaty of Versailles and land that had been annexed from Germany by and given to Poland and France. And all that. those were their legit grievances actually and they're fighting because they got attacked you know they're talking about uh france they're fighting because germany invaded them they weren't fighting them they're like oh i don't like your racist ideas everybody let's go attack the german no (laughs) you know and churchill wasn't fighting the nazis because he believed in racial equality and nazism is bad and fascism whatever not at all I mean, you know his opinion on race. So, I mean, he's a fucker. And they portray him like he's his goddamn hero. And I'm like, he's a gray character at best. But he's way better than Lincoln. Like, I can say some positive things about Winston Churchill. I can't think of anything good about Lincoln. Nothing. I mean, he killed a million of his own people. At least Churchill fought a different nation. (laughs) The whole thing was avoidable if not for world war one, which was very avoidable. It's just, they love to start the story in the middle and act like, well, we got to fight now. I'm like, well, there would never have been a Hitler and there never would have been like, none of these things would have been possible. Had you not made these first 2000 mistakes in a row? Anyway. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, honest Abe. Abe. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, it, it definitely, when you really, really dig into it, it right. he murdered Indians. He put blacks in concentration camps that they called contraband camps. He he starved to death Southerners, burned burned whole cities. Like yeah, burn Atlanta, burn Columbia, South Carolina. Burn, just going to the, the starving of the of the 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 POWs. Uh, oh, I like that was Andersonville crazy. is a good example. Yeah, yeah. So Yankee prisoners uh, in Andersonville who had been captured, uh, were running out of food because everybody was running out of food because Sherman was scorching the earth, just burning fields and attacking civilians, cutting supply lines. And these are civilian cities. And they're trying to feed these prisoners. And they couldn't. And they, and they offered prisoner swaps. That got rejected. They had the same rations as the guards. Nobody had enough to eat. And they're, they didn't hate these people. I and mean, these are, they speak the same language. It's the same, the same country, you know, or used to be. They, they weren't like, aha. I mean, they, like, we got you, you're a prisoner. You're only a prisoner because we don't want you to go rejoin the Northern Army, whatever. We'll keep you alive and release you at the end of the war, whatever. They eventually got to the point where so many were dying. 
12,500 people starved to death or died from starvation-related diseases because you don't die of typhoid and typhus and things like that unless you're immune compromised and starving. They said, look, we'll just send a ship and we'll bring them out there. You pick them up, take them back north. Like, we'll let them go if you'll take them up there. You just promise, you know, you're going to release them in the north and, and feed them or bring the food or whatever. Every offer they made, they rejected because Lincoln's like, nah, that will burden the, the southern effort because they have to feed them. It's like, we well, don't have to. We could let them all die and just eat our own food. But they knew they wouldn't do that. The southerners continued to feed them and... A lot of them did survive to the end of the war. And the saddest thing is when they were put on a ship to go home, go up the Mississippi, the Sultania was called. Sultana, excuse me. And a guy, a greedy businessman, decided not to fix one of the boilers on the ship and did this <laughs> rigging to it. And it blew up. And they burned to death or drowned. And... It was like the biggest maritime it's the biggest maritime accident in history that wasn't in the war, right? Um, I forget the actual numbers, but I it was a lot, like ten thousand or something ridiculous. All these prisoners. It was they overloaded the ship, never should have had so many on it, and it blew up in the middle of a very wide river and they drowned or burned. And it's like that. that's after surviving prison that whole time, being fed that whole time, and you're on your way home, and your yeah, loved ones have received letters saying you're you're coming home, and the war's over, and your ship blows up from a fucking accident because some greedy businessman, little shyster from Massachusetts, decides not <laughs> to fix the uh, the boiler properly, and to yeah. overpack the ship. You get paid per head or something like that. So he just put them all on way too many. Capsized, man. And next time you think you, you're having a bad day, think about that story. I mean, you're going through hell. You're going through hell. You think you're finally going to escape this fucking dip in life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you go through this shit. It's, dude, it's terrible tragedy that... I didn't even know about it until I heard you talking about it. Well, if you get the and calendar, so, I had that earlier. Where is it? Yeah, I must have stuck it somewhere. It's uh, I got like this day in history on our calendars. That's on the here it is. And uh, look at that. <laughs> Stars and yeah, bars baby. on the boobs. Exactly. <laughs> um, she's a rebel too. Um. I put little things. I don't put obvious stuff like World War II started because I figure you know that. I put things on there like, what did you know? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, in each month, American history. Um, I think I talked about on Sam's podcast, the pastry war a little bit. That's some forgotten Mexican history. It's one of the most ridiculous and silly damn wars ever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's in there. That kind of stuff and it's not trivial it's like a big thing that i don't know it's not in your public school education for some reason there's a just lot like of shit, the, man. like the dakota hangings like that i did hear that in school but i think 
think I heard it in anthropology class or something for some reason. It wasn't even a history class. Sad. Yeah, I can't remember where I heard it. But there, there's so much in history that we just never get taught in the in the school system. I remember when I was a kid. Uh, and you really can't a, teach it all. But I'm thinking, yeah. man, we should at least know our own country's history. You know, it's not that long. We got the shortest one. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, American history. You can get really detailed because well, it's only a few we, hundred years. We long. always brush over through the the Native American history. You know, just brush through it like nothing. Oh, there was people here uh, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and the story. And there's well, it so starts much, with contact. So much to it, man. Yeah, well, pre-America, if you just mean like the area, there's a much longer history. But sad thing is. Uh, they don't really know or care about a lot of it. And, uh, man, you want to talk about lied about <laughs> like all these broken treaties and every, all the Indian wars, the dolls act, religious crimes act. Uh, of course, now they're talking about the boarding schools. Finally, like, that went on until the 1970s. Right. Well, you, there was bounties on native American heads up until the 1920s. Mm-hmm. They still had bounties, $75 per head. In California, they did, yeah. They had uh, not everybody had still did that, but out west, they did. California was the one. They, when Californians bitch about the Confederate flag, I'm like, well, look at your flag. I mean, isn't that land from Mexico? And didn't you continue to murder Indians into the 20th century? Eat a dick. Yeah. Who are you talking? You know, waving your finger around about? Didn't you have Chinese slaves? Isn't that what? Why there's a Chinatown in San Francisco? Like, fuck your moral indignation. Like, you're guilty of everything. Right, yeah. like this is a the Confederate flag isn't about like every value of eighteen sixty or something. It's just a rebellion against the federal government, and I'm all for that. You know, it's tyrannical. I think it's just been stigmatized. You know, because even even myself moving down here, and, and now li- having lived here in Southwest Florida, if I see someone with a Confederate flag, I'm kind of like, uh, I just tiptoe around it. Sometimes the people are cool. And then other times they have bumper stickers like, I should have picked my own goddamn cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So Should it's a, have. It's a mixed bag. <laughs> you shouldn't make someone else pick cotton. But no, it's, uh, you know, what happened was, see, when I was growing up, and I think this has been this way, my dad, my granddad, my great-grandfather, like, uh, hey, I wanted to ask you this. Man. It's always what, been just a, a symbol you? of, Southern pride and rebellion against the state. And you'd see that throughout pop culture. We had the Dukes of Hazard TV show, the most popular TV show with the general Lee was the name of their race car or the big Confederate battle flag on top with the Duke farm. And it was about conflict with the police and the state and people love that show. And you know, whether it was like Chris rock, who's still, touring on concert giant confederate flag not chris rock um (laughs) chris kid rock (laughs) yeah chris i don't think chris rock ever had a confederate flag that i know kid rock does but kid rock was like on the top two or so in like 2099 in the year 2000 2001 he was on top of the game huge thing leonard skinnerd Sweet Home Alabama, giant Confederate flag. It was in music. It was in movies. It was in um, television shows, WWE, you know, Michael Hayes, the Freebirds, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And so it wasn't, 
ever no one looked at that but like oh, racist that was just oh bitch please you know it was like this is southern thing and it became racist in the, it started with these shows around 1997 or so hbo did this special on skinheads and there ain't but like a hundred of them in the whole country and i think they were down there in alabama with some guy named bill Riccio and there's all these skinheads with Nazi shit. And one of them also had a Confederate flag and they're like, aha, but that's like, uh huh. And he's probably got a stolen road sign too. <laughs> Everybody's got a Confederate flag and a deer crossing sign or whatever that had nothing to do with their neo-Nazi bullshit. I mean, the civil war is long before world war two even starts and not, there's no relationship between the two things. Southerners fought the Nazis with and used confederate flags that was used by brigades in world war ii the korean war uh you could see the confederate flag used by southerners uh as they attacked the communists and the fascists they used it in vietnam even like so well, in the set in the 1970s they're still flying it around our uh, john kennedy used confederate flags jimmy carter used confederate flag bill clinton used the confederate flag and al gore i mean it was like clinton gore big fucking confederate flag in the background to try and win southern votes it was and they never would do that if it was a symbol of racism but hbo uh and then later social media demonized this thing and the big thing was in 2011 when that dylan roof fucker went and murdered black people in south carolina in charleston i think it was at a church or like a Sunday school or something. And he was some racist asshole. And then so they dug through his past and found sometime somewhere where he had a Confederate flag and a picture on Facebook. And he's wearing a Gold's Gym something. I'm like, oh, are you going to demonize Gold's Gym? He liked that too. No, no. Because they're just looking for an excuse because they already hate the South anyway. Because Southern culture and Southern tradition is anti-authoritarianism. You look at the states that said fuck off to COVID, all southern states. It was Florida, Texas, Mississippi, it's the, the deep south saying, nah, go fuck yourself. We're not wearing masks. We're not doing that. And then the next states to get rid of masks uh, on up to currently Lake Virginia, all southern states. Because that's part of the culture. That's what they really hate. And so Hollywood and all these groups, every fucking movie if someone has a southern accent, they're an idiot. They're some country bumpkin, racist, inbred, whatever, some negative thing. They say that about truckers, too. Because truckers are kind of seen as like rednecks. And redneck comes with the stigma of uneducated and all these negative things, right? I think truckers are becoming the most educated people because they're on the road all day listening to the podcast. And that's a hell of a lot better information than you're going to get in school. Just based on my personal interactions, but um, they stigmatize the working class. And I don't care if it's Forrest Gump or Waterboy or whatever. They always portray the South as a bunch of like <laughs> squealing idiots or whatever. What power, brother? Yeah, we're just a bunch of Bible thumping backward crackers over here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's so bad. The stigma is so strong that you'd you lose your southern accent because you can't be taken seriously you can't get a job you can't get into school if you have one yeah 
you have to change the way you speak because there's such a strong prejudice toward it from TV and Hollywood mostly. And they did the same thing with the flag through this HBO special. And then all the comedy central comedians started pissing on the flag. Cause Dylan roof had one. They're like, this boy had a Confederate flag. And they're all pompous. We're like, so did he like chocolate? I bet he liked chocolate. Let's, that must've been why he killed those people. Right. It didn't have anything to do with this kid's knowledge of the Civil War, why he murdered black people in South Carolina. And the saddest thing is, is that the few actual racists there are, are falling for it too. They're adopting that as their symbol because they're like, well, that's what you told me. You told me this is a racist thing, so I'm going to wave this around as a racist thing. It's kind of like what 4chan did with the OK symbol. OK, this is means OK. Yeah. It was a, it was a, the reason it has a hand gesture is because that developed on ships at ports okay was a person's initials it meant your inventory had been approved it was o dot k dot and it got overwhelming so they had a stamp and you would get your okay stamp and they put that on your crates and boxes and it means that these have been checked and they're approved they are okay it means they are allowable or whatever and it's quite noisy out there and ship to ship but you could go like this from you know your deck to the other deck okay and the guy okay you know it's like we're we're good to go we're ready that's how that started and it's actually the most uh that word because it's a word now has proliferated into the most languages more than any other word you ask how do you say okay in japanese okay how do you say okay in spanish okay <laughs> how do you say it in french okay you know like it's just the same, you say, okay, okay, okay. And, it, and what's it mean? It means the same thing it means in English. It means like, yes, you can, or all right, or something like that, right? Chinese, like, you, they say, okay. Koreans say, okay. It. I don't know if it's in every language, but all the major languages have that word from the sea trade with the United States. Uh, it started as port, uh, as a nautical word. And it, so it has a hand gesture. And I like that. It's, it, it looks like the, oh, and a K with the fingers, right? Yeah. That has been taken over by 4chan that made a joke that it was like upside down for white power because it looks like a P and a W, <laughs> which is fucking stupid. But the radical, hold on, hold on. The radical left jumped on that and have now made the OK hand gesture into some white supremacist crap. And now they can pour over your timeline and say, oh, well, back in 2010, here's you doing the OK symbol, you fucking Nazi. And like, well, that was before anyone had ever said that this hand gesture was a symbol of white supremacy, which it isn't. I will not let them have that. And it's the yeah. same thing with the Confederate flag. Like, that was totally OK. And in movies, TV, music, mainstream shit until the 2000s. All right. Steve Austin with his smoking skull and the, the you know, nobody's calling him a racist. They're like, well, his head's shaved. I'm like, oh, fuck off. He's not a skinhead. He's a fucking anti-hero in the fake wrestling league, whatever. Um, nobody gave a fuck. It was just perfectly like, all right, rebel flag. It was like, it's kind of like an anarchy sign. It's like, like, you know, metal or whatever. It just mean like fuck authority. Now it's like, oh, Confederate flag. Do you hate black people? Seriously? I mean, you can't be that fucking stupid. But these newbies, you know, I want to say like millennials, zoomers, whatever, you know, these younger people, they didn't grow up 
with it, normalized, whatever. So now these people think the okay hand gesture, Confederate flags, maybe milk or whatever else they decide is racist tomorrow. All these things are racist and they're just not. And now, but you will see racist groups adopting these things of their own. But I, I say, fuck them. I won't let them have these things. Like, you're not going to take this symbol, which is a really cool history. And you're not going to take this symbol either. Or this one. You're not going to have that. People died under that banner fighting the tyranny of the federal government. And I'm not going to let some fucking meth head neo-Nazi retards take our southern flag they can kiss my southern ass <laughs> where are you from man what what is Hatteras it? island <laughs> you're where cape Hatteras island it's um it's part of north carolina but it's, it's definitely a unique island culture we're down there with ocacoke and roanoke two other islands next oh, to us mm-hmm. Ooh, you got any any cool history bits on that real quick on the Four. roanoke Oh well, that's a well, mystery. No, unsolved. No, that mystery's been solved. My brother solved it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a twin brother, so we're we're native and Irish, and probably mix your bunch to it. But um, because you asked me that earlier, I think the the Roanoke colony wasn't at Roanoke. The Roanoke colony was in Croatoan, which is the old name for Hatteras Island, which is right under Roanoke. Um, and much longer. What people omit from the story, because pe- the story that they think of the Lost Colony is from a play from 1937, and, and that an outdoor play that's been ongoing that um, oh, the uh, Andy Griffith played in it. And there was Andy Griffith show, which was popular for its time period, black and white show about police. Um, Andy Griffith played Sir Walter Raleigh in the outdoor play, and he's from. Uh, Manio, which is the the city on Roanoke Island, and that sort of Hollywood narrative took over the historical narrative. But there was never any confusion in the historical record about the lost colony. They became lost in 1937, not in 1590s. It was in the 1930s that they became lost. If you look at the primary sources, clearly, first of all, there were two voyages before the Lost Colony, to Croatoan Island, Hatteras, to where they were living, okay? The way they got to Roanoke, they didn't sail from England to Roanoke. They went to Croatoan, and then some of the group from Croatoan went to Roanoke, right, and built a little fort there and stuff. And they even told them, if you leave under duress, carve a cross and say where you're going. And if not, just say where you're going. And they literally wrote out in the palisade, Croatoan. And it's not some mystery. What's that word mean? It's where they've been living for years, right? And they're on their third voyage there. They just went back. They didn't just go to Croatoan. They went back to Croatoan. And we found them, like found their skeletons and shit. So that that's done. That's coming out on the Discovery Channel in May this year. This has been going on. We've known about it since 2008. Found a body in 2010. Found, I won't tell you all the stuff we found, but it's 100%. Not only did they go back to Croatoan, but now we know where on Croatoan they went, about how long they lived, and a whole bunch of other information. And I'll leave that for the the Discovery Channel episode because they work so hard, and I'm not going to 
spoiler it, but yeah. that there is no lost colony. The lost colony went back to Croatoan. And then you could say, well, then what happened? Well, then what happened is based on the archaeological evidence. And it's in the written record. I mean, John White's saying, you know, I'm glad we found a token of their well-being. And that they, that, see, they had brought two Indians, Mateo and Wanchis, three Indians, actually, to uh, England. And one of them died of a fever there and has a grave there. It says property of Sir Walter Raleigh. That's fucked. Uh, the other two came back. They were not chiefs or any of that. In the play, of course, they're chiefs because that's it's a play. <laughs> Whatever they weren't, they're just people that were good at speaking English. That uh, Manio was um, quite good at speaking English, and they served as interpreters. They're also both very tall, and it was funny as they dressed them up in like leather and pearls and stuff that they never would wear, but some of the charter sponsors were leather merchants. So they're like, Oh yeah, look at these tall Indians and they all walk around in leather every day. There's so much of it, you know, like just to try to get them to pay for the ships. But, uh, no, you know, there's the real history is far more interesting than the crap they made up, but it, yeah. it pisses me off that they act like, first of all, Quinn who wrote the book uh, about the Roanoke colony was commissioned by the tourist commission. And, his little dog whistle of, I know I'm cutting the Croatoan out of history and we need this significance for Roanoke. Roanoke needed some sort of historical um, significant site because it, like Cape Hatteras already had the lighthouse and so did Ocracoke. Roanoke didn't have anything. And if you had some sort of national historical monument or site, then the federal government would pay to build the road to connect them all. And they wanted the funding. So they just made up this lost colony shit and said, this is the spot of the lost colony. When it was like an abandoned fort with a few guys, you know, whatever, to get them not to make a nature preserve and to build a road for them. That's in the 20s. Yeah. And uh, and then the 30s make the play. And, of course, you're like, nobody knows what happened to them. Because if you said they went south back to an island and started race mixing with Native Americans... That's not going to go over well in the 1937 audience. But that is what happened. They did go back to Croatoan. And it was, the colony was almost entirely male. Only a few women there. You know, of course, you know Virginia Dare and stuff. But, um, And they married Indians and had children with them. So, though we are the lost colony, a lot of the uh, old Hatteraskers are descendants of of the lost colony and uh, you know other European migrants that would come over afterward they started going to the Carolinas before Jamestown Jamestown 1607 uh, but the yeah. Carolina colony starts in the 1580s uh, that's a, the oldest English colony in the New World is in Hatteras Island and then Virginia the and then Saint Massachusetts Augustine time in, in Florida Saint Augustine well it was right before the big uh um, English Spanish war, the Spanish Armada, and so yeah. there was a gap, you know, during the that conflict where they didn't, um, they didn't check the colonies or anything. They couldn't. They're in a big giant war with Spain. They needed every ship they could muster, and they're not doing that. Um, of course, England wins, and then they start Jamestown, 
1607, but you had a switch in leadership, right? And James is not interested in Elizabeth's colonies. Why the hell would he want to enrich his competitors? Right? So he's, he starts his own town, names it after himself. So <laughs> Jamestown in, in the hell with all, all the, uh, and then Sir Walter Raleigh got put in a tower and like they, he went after all of Elizabeth's, um, financial backers and there were rival factions in, in England. So he's not going to check or care. He's going to let that colony die off. If he can, he started his own in Virginia, but John Lawson did explorations there and met Indians with gray eyes and blue eyes and who talked about their ancestors reading out of a book and stuff. It was obvious who it was. And they just don't care. Like all that evidence, all this evidence is out there and written down and it's in primary sources. It's just the play doesn't talk about any of it. And the play admits that it's fiction. It's historized fiction. But it that took over. It's kind of like everybody thinks the movie Braveheart is the actual history of William Wallace and Robert the Bruce. It's not at all. But cool movie. Really cool movie. But a movie. Right. It completely, you know, it fucked Robert the Bruce and made William Wallace way cooler than he was. But, you know, the same shit, the play Macbeth, which is almost direct opposite of the historical Macbeth, has taken over the narrative. And that happens. Literature and Hollywood take over history, whether it's a play or a movie or um, sometimes even books can do it usually plays in movies though because the lowest common denominator can watch a play or watch a film history is a little harder to learn and you don't have school correcting these things and i'm seeing a new thing because we talk about this as historians you talk about how drama takes over history presentism is another big problem where you, you color the past by the current problems of the day and things like that but I think the new one is the internet where Wikipedia or something takes over. I was looking at something the other day. I, I see these morons came on my telegram talking about spooky symbols on the dollar bill and Freemasonry and all this stuff. And it's like, man, that dollar was made in 1935. The dollar you're, you're thinking of with the pyramid and all that. That's not the original dollar. And they're like, well, Jefferson and, uh, and Washington, they're all Masons. They put all these symbols. Well, you go and you go on Google and look at it, and there's a million pages saying that. Oh, yeah, they, they Eye of Horus and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> it's a fucking fact that none of that was on the continental dollar or the first dollar or silver certificates or any of that all the way up till 1935. Even the, the, in God We Trust. That wasn't that was in the nineteen fifties. They passed yeah. that in nineteen fifty four and it got put on the money in nineteen fifty seven. And it had always they had some Latin, but they never had in God We Trust. That was put on there as sort of an anti communist thing because they thought, ooh, communists are atheists. It's you know, you could happen to be an atheist, but it's two separate things. Communism is an economic system, a retarded economic system, and atheism is the rejection of superstition and religion. Meanwhile, communism is a religion. The, the Russian no. <laughs> Orthodox Church was was doing just fine under that regime. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like Karl Marx himself thought, oh, we're going to have to get rid of any sort of uh, political rival, which would include the church. 
to implement his dream of his fucking fantasy, the proletariat rule and confiscation of private property and yada, yada, yada. Sounds a lot like the World Economic Forum today or yeah. or people like Trudeau. And I think it's hilarious that people think he's Castro's kid. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to correct that. Sure. Yeah, he might be. Yeah, <laughs> let that go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the internet so there there's all this stuff i'm like okay okay you cannot say that these masons like jefferson washington madison are putting these symbols on this thing that doesn't exist you know over a hundred years after they're dead <laughs> like those were not on the dollar but it's just said over and over again and so it'll get wikipedia or whatever and that just becomes the new reality and I'm like, okay, well, these these separate Wikipedia pages don't even agree with each other, right? Because anybody can edit it. And what happens on the internet is, like Lincoln, here's a good one. He gets glorified for making the greenbacks and challenging the Federal Reserve. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, I hear this all the time. And, was, and, other, and other than this one part, Bill Still's film, Money Masters, is excellent. It's the first film ever on the internet it used to be on vhs tape that went over central banking fractional reserve uh, banking all that rothschild history and so on it's called money masters but he put this little thing in there about lincoln's greenbacks and people took that to think that like oh he's like andrew jackson he's challenging the bank and I'm like, holy crap no he wasn't first of all there was no federal reserve till 1913 okay he wasn't challenging the central bank at the time either. The greenback was based on war bonds, which didn't work. It was worth 35 cents by the end of the war. So in five years, it went from a dollar down to 35 cents. Grant had the South repay the Yankee war bonds and had them pay it in gold. And gold is what fixed that. Not, oh, he issued out his own money interest-free, which is bullshit. It was, it, uh, it, the whole thing's bullshit. But like greenbacks, man, Lincoln, oh, fuck it. Yeah. He thought that was like the Mepho bills that the, um, uh, what's his name? Just like, uh, coming. the Nazi finance minister. I'm having a brain fart. Uh, <sighs> Whatever. I, you know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I just can't think anyway, of it did work. They, it looked like, but I'm like, no, that works temporarily. Your debt spending and, Part of what helped them was winning in in the beginning of the war and stealing other people's things. But they did end usury. They had no minimum wage. And they had very low unemployment because the alternative was working in a labor camp. But by the end of the World War II, about a fourth of the German labor force was slave labor. So, yeah, yeah, that works. It's free labor, but that's fucked, you know, and it won't work forever. Um, it's kind of like that new speak now where, you know, we've, been, we've grown up being told that uh, inflation is such a bad thing, bad thing. And now the Biden administration is saying, oh, no, no, inflation is good. <laughs> or they deny it exists. They said, you're yeah. going to spend how many trillions of dollars? Won't that lead to inflation? No. Why not? Because it won't. That was Pisaki's answer. Unreal. Yeah, man. Dude, I know you got to go, man, and so I can't thank you enough. Yeah, fuck Lincoln. That's what I heard. Is that what you said? Where can people find you again, my man? It's written 
Did I do it the wrong right way? There. It's written on my hat. A and C. For those listening on the right? podcast. You could think like North Carolina, if they remember NC, but that's anti-neocon. Anti-neocon. ANCreport.com. And on there are all the buttons to the other stuff I have. Odyssey, BitChute, Telegram, Substack. Um, band, I'm thinking, no, not that anymore. And I, I got a couple clothing stores. These are out of stock because of the supply chain crisis. <laughs> yeah. I ran out of beanies. I got banned from a couple clothing stores. This group goes around and be like, he's anti-Semitic. He doesn't believe in murdering Palestinian children. What a fucking racist. <laughs> like, yeah. and that's the one man you can't criticize I'm like they, they're giving out free crack pipes now like oh yeah. geez that's you know I don't think the pipe's the problem I think the crack is the problem but hey <laughs> maybe that was a Hunter Biden idea you ever seen Corn Pops Revenge I haven't seen it man man but I, I've I've heard the stories on Hunter Biden man that's he's oh, no. like a motherfucking party animal man oh well He's actually guilty of the stuff they accused Trump of, Russian hookers pissing on his face and stuff. That's all him. Um, check it out. Corn Pops Revenge. It's on Odyssey. It's on, uh, it used right. to be on YouTube. That didn't last. Corn Pops. <laughs> I did another one, Trump's Zionist Ball and Chain. They allowed that. Kyle Dunnigan's impression uh, of Biden? Is it as good as Tim Dillon's impression of Meghan McCain? Oh, it's it's a lot better, dude. Kyle Dunnigan. Really? Because uh, when I was watching Biden, Tim Dillon, I didn't know for like 10 minutes. I thought it was the real Meghan McCain. Dude, you're not going to be able to tell the Biden one, bro. Someone <laughs> really? worked on his avatar. He does the voiceover. But oh, yeah? The avatar that they made. C- come on, man. They, I don't know what kind of CGI they use, but dude, it's fucking spot on, man. The mannerisms and the way you can't pronounce certain words and shit. True pressure, pressure. Can't remember people's names. Well, nowadays there's audio stuff. You can just grab famous people's voices and make them say whatever you want. Yeah, uh, which is scary with the deep fake and the deep fake voices. You can't trust anything unless you saw it live or whatever, because anybody can make anybody say anything at this point. Yeah, I don't like yeah, that, man. It. I don't like this voyeuristic crap, swapping faces and shit. Like, I don't like that. I don't like this metaverse crap. Like, some woman already. She was naive enough to put a real face and stuff on a body in the metaverse, and she got virtually groped uh, immediately by three three guys. I'm like, well, now they've downloaded your avatar with your face and mannerisms and everything, and now they can rape you every day virtually because they have your character. So they could just grab you. It's got your body and your face, strip it down naked, and do whatever they want to it every fucking day because you just gave them that information. They don't go in the metaverse. It's going to be like anything else online. Perverts take it over. That's what, that's what happened to AOL. AOL started the whole chat room stuff. And for maybe a few days, there could be chat room about, I don't know, philosophy or history or something. That's what I was interested in. But it, they had like the town square. It didn't matter what room you went in. There'd be hundreds of them. Age, sex, location. ASL. That's what would come out. I remember those. Days. Every fucking. T- it didn't matter. You got like, all right, I want to go in and talk about John Locke or whatever. I'm interested in David Hume's Inquiry of the Senses. I thought I'll be safe in there. Bidding. What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, man? Like, I'm a guy. Go away. 
oh, I'm a guy too, pretending to be a chick or whatever. It was just desperate fucking people trying to get some girl because men figured out there's a one in a thousand chance some girl will send me a picture of herself, possibly naked. So it's just all day, every day on there fishing for that. And yeah. that's what happened. Every dating app became a prostitution app. I saw some statistics on Tinder where it's 75% guys, 15% bots. <laughs> Only a little <laughs> small section of women. Uh, desperate. You got to be fucking desperate if you're on Twitter. But what it is for girls is just validation. Because if you're a girl and you're even a, a five or above, you can just sit there and swipe and it's like match, 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 match. Like hundreds yeah, of people yeah. said they want you because you're the only fish in the pond probably. But, you know, it's that's what's going to happen in Metaverse. It's going to be fucking perverts. Facebook, too, became a look at me thing. But as soon as it, you could allow an anonymity, it was like, oh, it's on. What color are your panties? What is this? What is that? What is, it's just fucking. I've seen a guy um, who was thrown in jail for doing research on pedophiles in England in this little shithole town called London. Uh, North Pakistan, some people would know it as. But uh, <laughs> they put him in prison because he uncovered a pedophile ring that were involving police. And so they just shut him up because over there it's guilty until proven innocent. We finally could prove his innocence, but they, they put him in jail for some bullshit Facebook post where he's talking to a friend and they're like, are you making threats? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, there's that church in the background. He's like, so, you know, I'm in a foreign country and taking pictures of interesting buildings, whatever. Who are you, are you casing the joint and blah, 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 whatever. The real reason is because he was investigating pedophilia and he was correct. But um, he showed me this thing on like TeamViewer. He's like, watch this. I don't know where he went into like chat room of something. Uh, but he just said 15 F FL, which is like 15 year old female in Florida. And it was like, bidding, 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 like 30 fucking windows open. And I'm not exaggerating, like within seconds of guys trying to fuck this character. And a lot of them from India, like not even in Florida. And they were willing to fucking fly her there or fly to Florida to have sex with a 15-year-old. They don't know who what she looks like or anything. Just wrote 15 FFL in like pink letters and, you know, that's how bad it is for girls on the internet, right? Yeah. Uh, and guys got it bad too for the opposite reasons, but... It, Metaverse, 100% is going to become pervert center, voyeuristic bullshit. They're like, oh, look, you can you can do this, you can do that. It's just like with the face swap stuff. They're like, oh, you can make funny pictures of your friends or you know, put your head on this person, their head on yours, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, that's not what they're going to do. They're going to stick your face on a porn star and jerk off. Like, don't fucking well, lie to yourself. they've been doing that with celebrities already. Yeah, they're going to do it to whoever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All that revenge porn shit. Yeah, dude, it's interesting. Girls, times, man. don't trust. Like, do not send naked pictures of yourself even to your boyfriend. Just let him see you naked. You know, put that on Polaroid or whatever. Don't put that shit on the internet because it will come back to get you. Unless you don't give a fuck and you want the whole world to see it. Unless you're that girl, don't do it. Hey, Kimmy K made a, a nice living off of that. Well... Probably don't look like her, so 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of those straddling the five line. I think yeah. she had a famous celebrity dad and TV show and a lot of other things that helped her along. It wasn't just her sex tape. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she was hanging around with the... Well, it was the Hilton sisters. Remember the Hilton sisters were a thing back... I met one of them. I met Nikki. I didn't know who she was. I never heard of them. I met her on in the Cayman Islands. Went to a, somebody's birthday party. I think it was her, a cousin, Lance, something, whatever. Wild guy passed out. Guy, the driver had been doing cocaine. Passed out while he was driving. I had to climb in the front seat and drive a car, which is on the wrong side of the road. Because uh, the Cayman Islands are British owned, so it was it was a fucked up night. But I was amazed at how they they just didn't care about law or rules or whatever. It's like no one's gonna fuck with these people. <laughs> it was Nikki Hilton, yeah. so they just did whatever they wanted. And there was so many drugs at this party, and uh, yeah, that probably does that. When you think about that story, does that kind of make you? understand the whole Epstein shit a little bit when because well they weren't doing anything like that they're well. they're just young they weren't no, doing anything like that no yeah yeah there, there were no kids there <laughs> like, like nothing no, like yeah, that yeah I'm not talking about that I'm just talking about the power structure you know like you oh yeah you, yeah you just pay you things pay to make it go away really oh, absolutely well Epstein had state support that was yeah. different than just he was it wasn't yeah, just like Peter Nygaard this guy had Israeli intelligence yeah yeah which never gets talked about in the media, man. Like you, when you said at the very beginning, just whenever he gets talked about, it's always like he's just. Well, I started uh, that ball rolling, and other people talk about it now, but it's never on TV. Yeah, the billionaire pedal, and that's it. Case closed. Mm-hmm. When there's so much fucking more to it. Oh, Les Wexner is was deep in Israeli intelligence. Well, did you hear about Les Wexner donating? He hadn't donated to the Republican Party. Yeah, two hundred and fifty thousand. Toke is nothing yeah. to him. Yeah, Republican no, governors. Funny, he had stopped donating for a while, and now he feels like it's safe enough to come pop his head back up and start donating. Yeah, well, he's like, I got to get these people off my back. But you know, he had a a pedophile gambit at Ohio State University and money laundering through Abigail Wexner, and he had. He financed uh, Ehud Barat in Israel with millions of dollars, and he donated millions to Democrats. And he gives two hundred fifty thousand to some Republican governor, something, something. But you know, don't don't act like these parties really—they're all at the top together. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a lot of the Republicans, Lindsey Graham, something—they don't—they're not into little girls. They're into little boys. <laughs> Yeah, Lindsey Graham's worst kept secret. I know politics, it. He's so deep in the closet. He's got cactus. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna bounce, man. All right, um, my man. People Thank can look so at my Sean Atwood Epstein marathon on my website. Just become a member, and it unlocks mountains of information. Five thousand or so videos and interviews for a small membership fee and MP3s and all that. And I need it because I'm banned on PayPal, banned on Patreon. Banned on Google AdSense, YouTube, you name it. I'm not allowed because I speak truth to power. You know, so you got a Confederate flag. Uh huh. Look at these. I got books on Robert E. Lee. So, like, this is a serious thing to me. I read history stuff oh, yeah. all the time. This is a, a good one on Lee, actually. Really good. I recommend this. You'll, you'll probably be getting a phone call from uh, or a text from Sean. Sean fucking hates me, dude. 
Who? Keith Atwood? He's the one that got me banned on YouTube. Yeah, Sean Atwood fucking hates me. Well, he I like him. Six copyright strikes, bro. <laughs> well, did you steal his shit or something? No. He claims that I fucking... If I don't like the motherfucker, why would I upload his shit on there? I'll send you a clip. I'll send you a video that he hit me with six copyright strikes, that, bro. Well, are you sure that's not YouTube it, it doing that? Camera, man. What's that? That's not YouTube doing that? No, I'll show you the cop. Because uh, uh, that doesn't seem... That just doesn't seem like him. That, that's what made me grow up, blow up on YouTube. I, I blew his spot, man. He's a he's a scumbag. Watch though, he has a habit. Anytime I I interview Addy Ads, he'll get Addy Ads the next day. I interview uh fucking Charlie Robinson, he gets Charlie Robinson the next day. So <laughs> he'll see this. He he still tunes into my shit, so I'm sure he'll hit you. Well, up. Charlie's a good friend of Corey, and I, so the, I'm kind of passing information to him through him. And Addy's one of my guys as well. He's yeah. great. He's coming to DC on um in March. So. Yeah, Eddie's cool as fuck. He's a smart, smart young man, man. For as young as he is, the shit that mm -hmm. he's doing. Well, I watched it like he didn't know anything about Epstein until like 2019. And now he knows it pretty damn well. And I'm like, do you have the map in front of you or something? Because he's spitting out names and he remembers things. I'm like, because I've had conversations with him where in the beginning I'm like, no, that's fake news. Here's what happened, you know. And a few months go by. And he's he's already gone up like six levels. I'm talking to him again, and he keeps doing that every time I talk to him. Uh, I'm like, wow, you you really know this shit now, because he went from not knowing anybody, just Epstein and maybe Maxwell, to you know a history of Maxwell's father working with Israelis and Promise Software and NSO and da 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 da, da and like all these people. I, I made this giant Epstein map. I don't know if you know about it, but he he's got it down. I'm like, all right, man, fucking good on you. No, you know? man, for as young as he is, man, he's got his head on straight. I mean, I don't know. Another native, by the way. That age. Another native. What's that? He's native too. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, that's the thing, man. That's why I asked you, man. Just out of nothing, because I'm Mexican American, and you know, we're basically natives as well. We're basically yeah, native half Mexicans, white, half native. right? That's why I was like, I every time I see him, like. Man, Ryan looks Mexican. What the hell is he, though? What the hell is he? Now that you told me, I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, a little further north, but yeah, same admixture, I suppose. Yeah, same shit. That's why we can talk shit about Israel, man. We can't be called racist. That's oh, our, but they that's will. They'll say it anyway. I mean, like. Yeah, they still will. They will. Because natives right, aren't man. in a voting block, you know. But yeah, I never yeah. really thought about it. I'm kind of Mexican. Sort of. Just an yeah. English-speaking Mexican. Because <laughs> that, that's the thing when when I see people, you know, I, at least that's how I see. I'm like, I've always had the urge to play a guitar. No, <laughs> yeah, man. I do like tequila. I, I know that much. I, I know you know some. I would love to have you on again, and we could do some Native American history, man. Because you know, oh yeah, quite a bit. I, I've done my own research on it. You should have my brother on to talk about the colonies. Like he, I'm just paraphrasing yeah. stuff I learned from him. Um. I mean, he's he's in the Discovery Channel. Here's something kind of sad. My grandmother's in this episode coming out in May, too. She's probably not going to survive to see it. She's 93. She's in the hospital right now. Heart failure. Her own children cannot visit her because of Rona. She's going to die alone. That's fucked. Like, her heart's failing. Her kidney, her liver, everything's falling apart. She's got days or whatever to live. And... You're worried about Corona. Yeah. 
which we've all already had and are not worried about. They want to see their mom. Nope. She's got corona. We're worried about your safety. Yeah, the state has to flex. flex they need to fu- fucking change up. those rules. Hospital visits. Like, if someone is dying, they should yeah. be allowed to see their fucking family. All of them at once. Even if they have corona. Afterward, you can quarantine the whole family, whatever. I'm sure they'll be like, okay, fine. You know, it's worth it. Yeah. There's a... a mm, this pissed me off. My friend in England said uh there's a girl there he knows um her father was dying of blood clots in his brain i don't know if that's from the vaccine or something else or whatever but her and her sisters and stuff could not go visit him because his daughter had corona i'm like she had corona or what's she gonna give him corona he's already dying of blood clots in the brain that's not an issue right they had to say goodbye on FaceTime. And he died. On fucking FaceTime. Yeah. Some nurse holding the camera. He's saying goodbye to his family. <sighs> and they're heartless. They don't care about yeah. science, empathy, basic fucking common sense. Save grandma, save grandma. But if she's dying, you can't see her. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to kill grandma like she's already dying and I can't even go say goodbye because it's Verona. It's so fucked. It's like, but we're sitting down. I thought when you sit down, you don't get Corona. I mean, look at how it is in restaurants, right? Why don't we just put her in a restaurant instead of a hospital and then Rona goes away while you're sitting down eating. Just, you know, have some (laughs) some snack in your hand and, you know, hold a drink in your hand and it all goes away, right? Like they're not they they you know that they have to know that it's theater. The rules they've made up. 100%. And they don't care. They're just like, let's follow the rule. It's so, they're so fucking Lincolnite. This is the Hamiltonian, Henry Clay, Lincoln, authoritarian way of thinking, the Karen culture, right? Versus that, that Jefferson and Randolph, like Madison way of thinking of limited government, freedom, liberty, fucking common sense. Thomas Paine, right? Yep. Mm. I saw this. That's Twitter why I have this quick. damn thing. It pisses me off the hell. Like, like I, fucking I Yankees. Fucking on, on Twitter saying, uh, yeah, the mandates are getting lifted, but who's still going to proudly wear their fucking masks? And the fucking uh, Twitter post had like 40,000 likes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So now it's kind of, they're going to go about it like a badge. You know, go like, ahead. This is my team. Team mask. Okay, Karen. Okay, mask hole. You wear your mask. Fine. I'm a hey, that's part of free choice. Wear your fucking idiot badge and I'm not. I'm not gonna have a damn face diaper. I like being able to breathe and see people smile. You know? Just these people wear mask eating pussy. (laughs) All right, my man. Thank you so much, and uh, dude, love would love to stay in touch, man, and do another show later on. And if you can get me in touch with your brother, man, I would le- definitely love a. Not a problem. Sorry, yeah, beef with Sean. I really like the guy, so I don't know. I'll maybe I can. The video, man. Maybe I can it, s- smooth a, it over. It's a long history. All right, you what, tell me about it later. When, yeah, when someone bans you off of YouTube like that, it's it's pussy shit, man. It's pussy ass shit. How though? You like, you, if you don't have any of his stuff, how could he copy strike you? I'll show you the video that he copyright struck me with. It's um, 
calling him out. He basically made a GoFundMe for uh, fucking a former guest of his. Mm-hmm. Uh, made five thousand dollars, and he was fucking the guest, which is fine. I don't give a fuck. But don't raise. Do you know that? Focus as go. Don't don't make a GoFundMe for someone like that. And then I had the landlord uh, corroborate the whole story. Well, is it like, like why do you care if he's raising money for some guest of his? Because he's putting a different persona. The Epstein, the Sean Atwood Epstein. Well, I, yeah, I'll talk to you about this drama off your show, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I hate e-drama. I'm like, okay, you I have some story that I haven't heard and... I'll listen to it and all, but I just, uh, I'm seeing that going on with Killstream and Medicare and stuff. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Just cut, just cut it out. Like, we're, we're all on the, uh, like, the anti-gov side here. So, let me shut off the stream. Thank you, uh, 